0: Welcome to the Elijah's Dreams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz.
1: Well, welcome to Elijah's Dreams and happy Wednesday, the 17th of May. You are seeing however on the clock behind me that it is Tuesday when we're recording this, we're recording this Tuesday, the 16th of May. I always like to have the date's really clear because so many people copy illegally and then they claim that something just came out fresh and it might be years old. And so I always like our viewers to know exactly when we said what we said, even if we recorded early. So welcome to Elijah Streams. We're going to bring on Clay Clark in here in just a few moments. So a, quick, a quick reminder of how your uh, generous support is going to help so many that are hurting um, the, the people that are the impoverished of the world. Uh, when we can help them and at the same time share the gospel that's a win-win for everybody so uh, without further delay let's run one of those spots here we go
2: giving a cup of cold water is a simple way to show someone they are valid that you care about them when jesus talks about this Maybe what he was trying to say, if someone cares enough to stop and think about what you need or what might help you, and they actually do something about it, wow, sacrificing for the benefit of another, that is loving your neighbor. Thank you for loving us for giving us a cup of cold water you give me a cup of cold water and me and me
0: and me
1: and me and me and me and me. and we just thank you over and over and over for your generosity so many people's lives have changed several thousand people have now come to the lord admitting that this is what brought them is that we would come and bring fresh water where they were walking miles and or hours, in some cases several hours each way just to get a little bit in the bottom of one of those yellow jury cans uh so it's not too heavy you have to be able to carry it a couple hours uh in many cases back so all right time to bring in clay clark so here we go with the profits and patriots episode mr clay clark how are you doing today
3: well steve i i look forward to seeing you in person uh very soon here we have the Reawaken america tour coming up in las vegas nevada in wow. august wow. so maybe maybe if i if i beg hard enough <laughs> if i pray hard enough uh maybe we can get you to come join us in uh, vegas, if, nevada, if
1: you know what they say that the road to something is paid with best intentions i if i if best intentions count you know i've been there the whole time so anyway but we love what what the Reawaken tour is doing and i will get out to another one the one that i went to in Salem was wonderful and say them uh, we saw so many of our viewers here, but well, anyway, I, you always have a little bit of a surprise because I know generally the direction you're going, but I don't know specifically what we're going to hear today, so I'm going to just turn this thing over and find out what you have to share.
3: Well, I have to ask you this before. I know it's your show, but I have to ask you. You met my mom. Is this correct?
1: Yes, I did. She's very, very nice. It was very, yeah, she's she was on our bus, you know, and it was a little hard to get back to because it's a long bus, So she was, yeah. Uh, but yeah, she was there and your sister was there. Uh, and I, there was a, there was one other member, but I didn't get to spend that time. What, who was the other member besides you? Well, sister you had the you
3: flyover wife? conservatives the the host of that show. That's right. That's right. Very good friends of the reawakened tour and my family. And then my, my aunt, uh, my aunt, uh, Tina was on the the trip with you that's, guys. Yeah. Oh, that's, is
1: that your aunt is Tina. The same as yeah. Christina. That's your aunt. There I you go. My seriously.
3: mom was there. And so it's kind of fun because, you know, my mom watches your show faithfully and, uh, it was fun for her to meet you and, and, uh, uh. You know, hopefully that was helpful for you to know that I, uh, I do actually have a mother. So, yes, you uh, do, sure.
1: and and uh, you know, it's like you always kind of want to know what is the um, what is the family like because you know you've got this unbound, bounding, uh, boundless energy is what I'm trying to say, and so you don't know if, if all these family members are going to be bouncing off the wall because you <laughs> you inherited it from there. But anyway, very nice family, very nice family. It was so fun to get to know everybody. And uh, do you remember did, what did? Uh, you know, not as a lot, most of the people that got baptized in the Jordan River, and then we had five of us doing baptisms, five couples doing baptisms. And so I didn't know if your mom, uh, most of them that got baptized were just being rebaptized because to be baptized in the Jordan River. Was your mom one of those? Do you know?
3: I believe that she was rebaptized. I believe awesome. I, yeah. I hadn't spoke to her about that particular part of the trip. I talked to, her. she was just so excited to see Robin Bullock and to see yourself oh, and so many of these, um, patriots and prophets that she prays for Yeah. Um, oh, was wow. excited to meet you guys. And so she was just telling me uh, all about it. So I just want to say, thanks for taking care of my mom. Well, thanks you're for very, very
1: welcome. Home. And you know, Robin was in rare form and in the very best way possible. And he, you know, he poured himself out for the people, and, and when someone might have, you know, I've had other people that helped me, like, uh, several th- years back, I'm not talking about cap, I'm talking about people before that, and and some of them would give me a short uh, sort of a speech at each of these things because we went to Sea of Galilee, where Robin spoke, um, uh, and we tied 300 people together in three boats, it was pretty amazing, and then we had Mount Carmel, and we had uh, we also did it in Shiloh, and we had the Garden Tomb. And Robin have pr- prayed and taught and prophesied over all of those places, so it was phenomenal. Uh, people got their money's worth. If you, if you can put spiritual things in money, <laughs> they got their money's worth. You know.
3: I'm sorry to interrogate you so much, but you're going again next year. Is that accurate?
1: Uh, we're going uh, a year from September. Where, and Robin was going to be a concert tour this time where he will do evening concerts in Jerusalem. Wow. And possibly one on the backside of Masada or uh, Mount Carmel so but probably a couple in Jerusalem and Kim Clement had done it this a few years back about 2015 yeah and uh, and so he wanted Robin wanted to go and take it to the next level and we're gonna this tour was 300 people we'll bring 600 is the plan next time we've already reserved the hotel. We don't have a link for anyone to sign up yet but watch for the for that announcement.
3: Wow. Okay. So uh, well, I have some updates for I have ten I, I have ten I would like to get into today. Yes. Um, update number one, I think this is very important for people to know. Um, President Trump has a it has this inner circle, of which, by the way, if you've ever seen the movie Christmas Vacation, I am sort of like the cousin Eddie of Trump's inner circle. Okay, so <laughs> okay. I know all these people, but you know, sometimes I'm not in that room. But just so we're clear, you know, you have Peter Navarro, and for people that don't know, that was President Trump's uh, China czar, his China hawk his uh, policy writer for the american economy a lot of people talk about the american economy under trump and how uh, well it did well the guy making a lot of those economic policies deregulation etc that was peter navarro and peter okay. navarro is now on the reawaken america tour and, I, and someone says well how is this a positive thing for me as the viewer um most of the conservative uh republican establishment rejects the reawaken america tour rejects the profits rejects the pastors rejects the word of God. They want to have sort of a conservative values, but let's not talk about God. Very Fox news is how I would describe yeah, it. It's
1: kind of like everybody gets along, but nothing really right. dramatic is, is, is this, you know, we need to dispel lies and, and bring forth truth. And, you know, I used to love Fox news and yep. there's a few people left that I still like, but come on guys. I mean, it's not, I feel bad for some of the conservatives who have remained because they've been paid right how do i say this they wouldn't be paid if they if they opened their mouth and said what was really on their heart and mind you know that because you know some of these people yeah. but you know they they could only take Tucker Carlson until he really began yeah. to tell unabashed yeah. an, an truth and that was it so
3: well, anyway. OK, so I want to say this. So we you have, you know, Peter Navarro is on the tour. And for anybody out there that wants to come to these events, it is a very encouraging thing to see the guy who is more than likely going to lead President Trump's economic policies on uh, term number two uh, on the Reawaken America tour, spending time with the prophets, a great guy behind the scenes. Uh, second is you have Devin Nunes. And for people that, that don't know the name Devin Nunes, Devin Nunes runs Truth Social. And for anybody else there, maybe doesn't know this. This this is kind of important to know. The, the Elon Musk has recently announced that a member of the World Economic Forum. Like I knew this, this was
1: to come up. up. I was ready for this. Clay. Cool. I knew this would come.
3: CEO of, of Twitter, that's yeah. the CEO of Twitter right now, an yeah. outspoken member of the World Economic Forum. Yeah. And so again, Devin Nunes, it's good to see a guy who has who's running Truth Social. He's on the team. I had dinner with Devin. He loves our country. He loves yeah. Jesus. He's backstage at the Reawaken America tour. And again, all of your listeners, if you come to these events, uh, you know I, I say this consistently. I want the prophets, the, pa- the, the patriots, and the pastors all to be connected. So we were, you know, Amanda Grace is backstage talking to to Devin Nunes. So Devin Nunes oh, is on the tour now. Um, Laura Trump, Laura Trump, and Laura's been on your show. Yeah, Eric's wife. Um, she openly describes the battle of what that we're facing right now as a spiritual battle which is, again, a far cry from the oh. secular right that doesn't want to talk about yeah, God.
1: You're so true, Clay. Yeah, it's so true, you know.
3: You know, he's, so that's a thing. Um, another update for you is uh, President Trump called in at the past reawakened tour in Miami uh, specifically because he wanted to say hello to uh, General Flynn and wanted to make a big announcement. And so I'm the MC and I'm the host, and it's like, well, if President Trump wants to make a big announcement, let's do that. And uh, he announced to our audience that he's bringing he's bringing General Flynn back into his administration when he returns for term number two. So big announcement for all the Good. for all the Flynn supporters out there. Um, Cash Patel yeah. is also on the Reawakened tour. I met Cash's father. Um, just like you met my mom, I met oh, Cash's yeah. dad at the oh, Reawakened wow. America tour. Cash and his dad went out golfing together. Nice. Um, and I, I just say all that to say is big update number one is Trump's inner circle. Is embracing mm. the prophets.
1: So good, so good to hear it. I know uh, I can't remember what you said publicly about that, but I know you 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 did, did at least beat him one time. And I you know I don't know. Do you, have you talked about that on the air? Is that something that you say publicly about too, about what? Have you had your chance to meet President Trump in person? Yeah, have I've, I have to
3: talk about. It. I've met him
1: twice. Uh, good, good, good. A um,
3: second time, um, I had a, a in-depth meeting, and I'll just say this. Um, general Flynn was there and for anybody really? out there that is uh, looking for, uh, ways to be effective politically, you always want to bring a witness with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know,
3: and, and if you have a, so let's say you have a, a grievance with a brother or sister, this is biblical now yeah. You always want to bring another party with you, another brother or sister. Um, if you've talked pup privately and you want to make sure there's some accountability to it. Um, and I just wanted to make sure that, that people knew what I told president Trump and what I didn't say. I wanted there to be, so I brought my wife who we've been married 23 years. Awesome. And I brought General Flynn. I, I feel like he's been my brother in Project Save America for three years. And I went and I shared with President Trump a lot of the things I talk about on your uh, program. Yeah. And uh, he didn't kick me out of his office. I was a little bit worried about that because Eric told me, he said, hey, if you're going to meet with my dad, you know, you want to have a succinct presentation. And if it goes well, you, you earn some bonus time kind of thing. And I was with there for, for well over an hour with President I mean, Trump. That is
1: huge. You know, Clay, not to interrupt you, but you you had said that to me that someone had told you, maybe it was Eric. If you get past the first five minutes, then he may extend it. And you were, and he extended it several times. It sounds like, so I mean, that's that screams credibility on your behalf that you had meat, a very meaty um, information yeah. to give to him on, on behalf of him all to, of us.
3: I wanted our president to know. That you know the very models for all your listeners out there, there's probably a listener out there is a good-hearted person who's been wearing a mask because you're afraid of this virus, and it might seem like old news for someone who's heard this. But I wanted President Trump to know that the models that said 2.2 million people would die from COVID, those models at the very just, you know, at the very basic level were a, a lie. They were funded yeah. by Bill Gates. They were false. I wanted people to know that the, that the polymerase chain reaction tests, those COVID tests were uh, falsely calibrated to inflate the number of cases. Kerry Mullis, the inventor of the tests, has said so. So I wanted him to know the models are false, the PCR tests are false. I wanted President Trump to know that the the treatments for COVID exist. Budesonide and ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, he was right. They do exist. President Trump was correct. Hydroxychloroquine works. I wanted him to know that remdesivir and midazolam, the very COVID protocols, remdesivir is a drug that's uh, patented by uh, George Soros in conjunction with Gilead Labs in China. Remdesivir is a drug that causes renal failure. Midazolam is a drug that causes uh, uh, breath suppression. And those were the COVID protocols. I wanted him to know that. And I wanted him to know that the system and method for testing for COVID-19 was patented in 2015. So if you go to Google right now, folks, if you're listening, and you just type in system and method for testing for COVID-19. If you type it in system and method for testing for COVID-19, and then just put patent, you'll see it was patented in 2015. I wanted him to know that, and I wanted him to know that the technology in the shots is, in fact, RNA-modifying nanotechnology. I wanted him to know that. I wanted to be able to uh, clearly support that. I wanted to bring the patents, the receipts, as some might call it. And that's that was the purpose of that meeting. But I just wanted to share with people, big win number one, or update number one, President Trump's inner circle is joining the Reawakened tour. They're on the tour. That's that's what's happening. That's a, a big thing. Update, again. A lot of times the prophets you know, are speaking over here. And the Patriots are over here. And both groups think the other group is a little weird. And I know this, Steve, because some of the p- Patriots will tell me, are you bringing profits
1: to this event? <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is, these are real conversations. They'll go. Yeah, no, so,
1: I understand. I do.
3: And they'll go, Clay, um, are you going to bring Amanda grace? Are you bringing her? Like yeah, I like, Amanda Grace. I mean, she's a prophet. I mean, I don't know. But backstage, I'm telling you what happened at the Reawakened tour. This isn't gossip. This is real stuff, folks. This is just between you and me and your listeners and everybody out there. Um, Amanda Grace, Eric Trump grabbed Amanda Grace and he says, "Amanda, how are you?" She says, "Great, Eric." He says, "You got to get my wife on your show." That these are the kind of conversations wow. that happen.
1: That's, and that's amazing
3: the value of that. So again, big win. Number one, Trump's inner circles on the tour. Big win number two is President Trump is aware of the tour and he called in to celebrate General Flynn and to let him know to, to get ready. Update number three: people need to know. Um, and again, I brought it up earlier, but people need to know this: the new CEO of Twitter is a member of the World Economic Forum. So, um, I'm going to read this to the, to the listeners out there. I'm going to what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into the deep web here, Steve. I'm going to type in
1: yeah. Yeah, hey, I let me read. say that before I, before you finish. Just I'll get this off my chest. But I yeah. I am concerned with you. I do not like that that someone with the World Economic Forum is going to be heading up Twitter. I hate that. As a matter of fact, I'm what I'm doing, and I, I know you're going to read some proofs, and I want to hear those. I'm doing is I'm hoping and praying that Elon Musk meant it when he said, "You guys don't flip out." I, Free speech means more to me than even the profit that I make. So I'm I'm hoping that that's the case. But having said that, lay it on us. Tell us okay, this, this is
3: Linda Yaccarino speaking out loud. Yeah. Okay, This is her talking. Here we go. Linda okay.
1: Yaccarino
3: here, class of 1980. We're not here to talk about that. We
0: are here to talk about masking up or packing up. I promise you, we're doing good so far. Just keep your distance. Get your hands washed often. Get tested often, and wear your
3: mask. That'll get us close. Okay, and that was her speaking.
1: Uh, okay. That's so stupid. I'm sorry. I disagree with you. That's stupid. All right, go ahead. I'm well,
3: started. okay. And again, again, I don't, I don't come on this show with a a, a predetermined narrative. I just give you facts. Okay. So yeah. Linda Macari- Yaccarino, um, folks, you can look, mm-hmm. you can type her name, and it's Linda then Yaccarino, Y A C C A R I N O. And if you just type in Linda Yaccarino, World Economic Forum, there she is on the World Economic Forum website, a proud member. And I'm going to read this to you. This is her bio: Chairman of Advertising and Partnerships at NBC Universal, overseeing all marketing strategy and advertising for the company, totaling nearly ten billion dollars. Uh, since joining NBCU in 2011, she has transform- transformed the advertising division. Now, for anybody out there that doesn't know, NBC has really Universal has really gotten gross since 2011. So let me just give you an example. When I grew up as a kid, I was born in 1980. So if I I would watch TV, I'd watch like maybe Full House or Saved by the Bell or uh, Silver Spoons as a young kid. Here we are face to face, a couple of Silver Spoons. (laughs) And if you're watching Silver Spoons or Different Strokes um, and there would ever be a reference to, you know, Family Matters. To yeah. make drug use or the gay lesbian agenda—that was so rare. And if it did happen, you were kind of—you felt icky. You looked around, is mom watching? Oh no, you know. Um, and now uh, NBC Universal—look at the programs they're putting out since 2011. I mean, look at the content. Look at what they're doing. So I would just say um, the action step. I try to get people action steps. So action step number one: Trump's inner circles on the tour. What does that mean? I encourage everybody to pray for these people. They are new to the prophetic.
1: Yeah, they they're, are. They're new. are
3: so new. So I'm giving people 10 pieces of homework. Yeah, Pray for these patriots. That's good. Pray for Peter Navarro. That's pray good. for Laura Trump. Pray that they will have eyes to see, ears to hear, and that they will be receptive because, man, Amanda Grace and other of the preachers and teachers were laying down the word of God at the tour and pray that they'll receive it. The second thing is, um, as it relates to Trump and, and Trump – Um, bringing announcing publicly, he's bringing back Flynn, pray that president Donald J. Trump will have the stamina to fight through this next sprint. These next 18 months, third Linda Yaccarino, Um, you know, I mean, this is somebody who clearly is part of the world economic forum. Well, What's the step
1: clay. What do you want people to do? Because I I can complain. I'm happy to complain. I'm doing it right now on the air. I hate that if she still has that viewpoint of masks, she needs – you know, let's, let's test free speech because Elon says he's into free speech even if he loses money. So let's, let's disagree with Linda yep. and tell, us that, uh, tell her that's stupid and see if she leaves my Twitter account. <laughs> that's well, I, one thing, but t- tell people what else to do.
3: I agree. I think we should do exactly what you said, and I also think we should all subscribe to truth. We should all download Truth Social. I mean yeah. I don't think people um, maybe think about this, but I'm going to just give you an example. Um, I have a person in my life – I'll be very vague – who you know? It's kind of there's certain people that you know you marry into the family. They marry into your family. You're connected through church or sports yeah. or something, and you don't choose to have this person in your life, but they're there.
0: Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com/slash/give.
3: And I know a person in my life who's just always gets to chime in in their local community because they're rich, and they do stuff that's weird. You don't like it. I certainly don't invite them over to my house. I don't invite them to my house. I don't invite them into my building. But they sort of get to do whatever they want to do in Tulsa because they're rich. And every time that we take a dollar, we are casting a vote. Not maybe the ultimate vote, but we are casting a vote. And I encourage everybody to go ahead and cast a vote for Truth Social today. Download the app. Download it. Have it on your phone. And help get the momentum. And I would just say my recommendation is post the truth first. And then if you want to post on Twitter, do that too. But it's really important that you get on there because President Trump is building this thing from the ground up. And I don't know if people know this, but there's a man by the name of Ginsler. And people might not know the name Ginsler and all the mechanics of this. But, but Ginsler is um, the, the, the man who's sort of Gary Ginsler is his name, Gary and then G-E-N-S-L-E-R. Gary Gensler, um, I don't want to get into all the, the, the minutiae here, but basically truth social isn't being allowed to go public to raise the funding they need to compete with the tech giants. So they need everybody's support there. So call to action.
1: Clay, if you can, if you can, uh, because I heard about that too. And they're, they're, they're micking with the laws at the SEC to try and prevent it. What can people do? What, what, what is their recourse? Yeah. Uh, Can they scream right to the SEC? What do they do?
3: All your listeners can do right now is download truth. That's all they can do.
1: Okay. All right.
3: Um, but, Justin, and, and, you know, so update number four, this kind of ties, ties into Gensler here, is the Durham report just came out. And the Durham report, If anybody out there that doesn't know, Durham is a respected investigator. For anybody out there that doesn't know, you might, if, if, you're, if you're really somebody who's gone down the rabbit trail um, and really, you know, taken the time to investigate these situations, you might know um, more about the Durham report. But basically, um, Durham is, a, is an investigative uh, special counsel uh, attorney. OK, uh, his name's John Durham, and he's known for being a, a legendary um, uh, kind of a legal mind. Yeah. And he has unleashed a 300 plus page report right now that shows that President Trump did nothing wrong as it relates to Russiagate. So that's not shocking to your listeners. Maybe it's validating. I'm not sure how to process that. But in the same way that it took well, how many years now? Five years, six years to go. Told you so. That's what's going to happen to Truth Social, you know. We're gonna, they're gonna be fighting this SEC thing for for years. I'm not saying this to be negative. I'm just saying we can't wait for the the wheels of justice to turn. We need to go ahead and just take the action needed right now to support truth. And as it relates to the Durham report, I would encourage your listeners to share that with their family and friends. And so right now, I'll tell you what you can look up right now. Just type in Durham. It's Durham report and then we'll type in uh may 15th into google that's what you'll want to type in and you'll find it there and i recommend that you would find the 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 link um you can find it if you want to just type in read the read durham report may 15th 2023 um everybody from cnn which i'm not a big fan of or the hill um they have it available so people can download this document and they can read the report themselves i'll go ahead and send you links in the private chat there so you guys have that and perhaps you'll be able to post it later somewhere, but I just want to make sure we have yeah,
1: it. If we get it, I see they're putting a link. Oh, that's from you. Well, uh, uh, let me just ask my team that's listening yeah. to make sure you post that in the description and in the chat box several times so people can get a hold of that.
3: And so. it's, it's a 300 page document. And basically what it, the, the, the summary of it is, uh, president Trump did nothing wrong. Right. And why, why does that matter? Steve, I know there are so many wonderful listeners who listen to your show, who listen to the words I'm saying, they look at me and they go, why is he not looking at the camera? What's he looking at? Well, I'm pulling up the Durham report. Someone says, why is he so pale? Does he ever go outside? <laughs> Someone else says, uh, is this oh guy- God. God. No, but I mean this though. People say, what what's his agenda? What does that mean? What does this mean? What is it? There's you know, we kind of we analyze, we use discernment and we start to almost get paranoid in our universal distrust for everything. And I can just say that President Trump is not perfect, but he's done a very, very good job fighting for our nation. And there's a certain percentage of the population that believed that he was guilty of colluding with the Russians. There was a certain percentage that believed that. And now that per certain percentage needs to see facts. And then that certain percentage, let's say it's even 1% or 2%, they're going to go out there and vote for President Trump in the next election once they're this. There's a certain group of people. And I, don't, I don't want to make up the numbers, but there's a certain percentage. I've seen different statistics that show about 5%, some even say 15% of Democrats voted for Joe Biden, not knowing about the corruption of Hunter Biden. And they said if they did know that, they would not have voted for him. So I believe between the Durham report today, this might not – I'm just a very realistic person. So between the Durham report and the knowledge we now have about Hunter Biden, I believe we might have just picked up 10% of the vote. Wow. 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 I believe that. I mean, I know I know people in my own life, Steve, that don't listen to your show. They don't listen to my show. They're in for my business world. And they've told me I I, I had no idea Hunter Biden was involved in this. And if I did, I would have voted
1: for Trump. For- and that's true. I mean, you're saying they said from an honest heart they had no idea. They just they just believed the press. They just believed uh, everyone, including Fox News. They believed a lot.
3: Correct. Let me give you another example. At the Reawakened Tour, this is such a crazy story. I'm going to Google this real quick here. If you type in Jimmy Levy, he's a Christian music artist who um, happens to be Jewish. You Just type in Jimmy, J-I-M-M-Y, and then Levy, L-E-V-Y. And Jimmy Levy uh, sang at the Reawaken America Tour uh, pro-Christ songs. And the mainstream media has now labeled him as being anti-Semitic. And he called me, and he says, um, "Can you believe that I was labeled as anti-Semitic by the mainstream? I'm Jewish." I know. And I said, uh, "Actually, I can't."
1: So, and, and he was he was promoting Christ, if I understood you right, and right. and Jesus was a Jewish carpenter. Where where are we missing this? He's a Jewish carpenter. So. Yeah. Uh,
3: but, Steve, a lot of people do believe the mainstream media. So update number yeah, sure. five I want to share. And, again, I'm not trying to be negative or positive. I just try to share facts, okay? Sure, You've sure. all known Noah Harari. This is the top advisor for Klaus Schwab. This guy right here. People always say, why do you talk about him all the time? This is the top advisor for Klaus Schwab. So in the way that, um, you know, Michael Jordan had a coach, Phil Jackson, and the way Kobe Bryant had a coach, Phil Jackson, um, you know, in the way that uh, Walter Payton had a coach, Mike Ditka, this is like the lead advisor for Klaus Schwab, who is praised by Obama, Zuckerberg, and Gates, and he's now running around saying that fair uh, elections are essentially over because of AI. So here's kind of the greatest hits, the best of the worst of you all, know, Harari, this week. Listen to this:
2: AI could be the end of democracy. AI could also be the basis for the worst totalitarian regimes in human history, because you know dictators always dreamt. About following everybody and monitoring everybody all mm. the time, mm. but they could never do it because you know, even the Soviet Union, you have two hundred million Soviet citizens. Stalin didn't have two hundred million KGB officers to follow everybody around all the time, and then to analyze all. You need millions of analysts to analyze all the data you you collect. Okay, so let me now ask you. With AI, N- now it is becoming possible. You don't need yes. human agents to follow our, us right. around. The Democrats and Republicans in the U.S. Instance, are no longer able to have a conversation, and this is very dangerous because when people can't talk to each other, the only thing left for them to do is to fight. There is a chance. It's not a big chance, but there is a chance that the the next presidential election would be the last democratic election in U.S. history. I think of the potential impact of having a scale of consciousness within humanity itself, which places some humans or some feelings above other humans and other feelings. Remember, for example, the fact that voting rights today are based on the assumption that all humans have equal feelings rather than equal intelligence. What might happen if it turns out that not all humans have the same capacity to feel? What will that do to voting rights? Think, for example, about the next U.S. presidential race in 2024 and try to imagine the impact of the new AI tools that can mass produce political manifestos, fake news stories, and even holy scriptures for new cults.
3: Holy scriptures, he's saying. AI. So again, I'm just telling you, I'm telling this not to scare, but to prepare your listeners, this man out there is openly stating that AI can now rewrite holy scriptures, that AI can now determine, uh, it, it can put out so much fake news, people can't keep up with it. So, Steve, I just think people need to be aware of it.
1: They need to be aware of it. In fact, uh, they consider uh, Harari, Harari to be a prophet to, a to that side. side. He's basically he's a sorry, he's a, he's a wicked, wicked man. man. Sorry. sorry. Right? He is.
3: Yeah, it, it, it it's a fact. It's a fact. Now, update number six, and I've got a, a stack of stuff. I want people to really, really get this idea. Uh, Elon Musk is now hanging out with Emmanuel Macron. So, May 15th, Elon Musk went over to... Paris France to hang out with Emmanuel Macron and Emmanuel Macron by the way means uh, God with us and the mark that's what it literally means it's kind of a crazy name Emmanuel Macron but uh guess who also hangs out with Emmanuel Macron you've all Noah Harari so um what does that mean I'm gonna let your listeners draw their own conclusions I'm just saying it is a fact that that Elon Musk is now hanging out with Emmanuel Macron And this is the Emmanuel Macron that's imposing tyranny on his people, and those two guys were hanging out. So this is just a brief audio clip of that interaction here.
4: Uh, Monsieur, bonjour, Monsieur Président, vous allez bien?
3: Anyway, kind of hard to hear, but the point is, they're gathering around there. The paparazzi or the media is gathering around, and again, Macron is gathering there with Musk. And I just don't know if people maybe are aware of these things. And I'm just saying this, again, not to scare, not to, to push some narrative that I have. I'm just making sure people can hear this and then you guys can use your own um, discernment to figure out what's going on. Now, um, Yuval Steve is sitting down now with um, the world's top, whatever this means, one of the world's top, and I'm not, I'm not saying it, but this is what the world defines as, one of the world's top psychotherapists. And he and she are sitting together talking about um, how the values in the world are changing for the better in their minds. I just want people to listen to this real quick because this is the mindset they're teaching at colleges. You've always know Harari's books are now required reading at some universities. So this is, I just want people to listen to the confusion that they're sowing, the seeds of confusion. And this is what's being taught to your kids on college campuses. Listen to this. If
0: you look at the traditional, traditional relationships
2: where very traditional relationships Let's say couple relationships, which only were until recently sanctioned as marriage, Um, the roles were very clear, there was hierarchy Um, and you often heard I don't need to talk with you about this exact in fact you didn't negotiate who needs to wake up to feed the baby. And whose career matters more? And whose family are we going to go live next to? And things with...
3: So Esther Perel, and you all know her, are now talking. They're doing open format discussions where they're discussing how the traditional view of marriage but be- being between a man and a woman needs to be reevaluated completely. And the roles of men and women as defined in the Bible. So the Bible will tell you that I'm supposed to love my wife the way Christ loved the church. You know, I've been married 23 years. So someone says, I pray for your wife. That's got to be terrible. I've married for 23 years. But in the Bible, and, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, it says, I'm supposed to love my wife the way Christ loved the church. Yeah. You know, it says husbands, love your wives the way Christ loves the church. The Bible lays out how, how a marriage is supposed to look. These guys are saying, no, 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 no. This is this is not. We need to reevaluate everything. And this is being taught on the college campuses. So you could see I'd be very hard to have a sustainable marriage if you perceive this to be wisdom. And you're going to uh, school, and this is taught to you. Also, Yuval Noah Harari claims that the Ten Commandments need to be completely rewritten because they are, in fact, um, advocating slavery. And, and I'm not saying that. He's saying that. So this is, this is Yuval Noah Harari speaking on how we need to go ahead and just kind of get rid of the Ten Commandments.
2: In, in the Ten Commandments, you actually have an endorsement of slavery. In the Tenth Commandment, that thou shalt not covet, it says that you shouldn't covet your neighbor's slave which implies that it's perfectly fine to have slaves it's just not fine to covet your neighbor's slaves this is something god
3: Okay, obviously that's perverted and it's wrong but i'm just going to give people an example here okay in the bible it talks about somebody will want to change the laws and the times Somebody Mm -hmm. want to change the laws and the times. And someone says, where does it say that? Daniel chapter 7, verse 25, it says, and he shall speak great words against the most high and shall wear out all of the saints of the most high and shall shall think to change the times and the laws and they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and dividing of times. Right now, you've all know Harari is advocating for changing the times and the laws.
1: Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is.
3: And i um, so I'm not saying he's the Antichrist. I'm not saying he's the Antichrist prophet. I am saying he's referred to as the prophet.
1: Well, and and you know, we state it like this: even the uh the Bible says, even now, when it was written there are many antichrists in the world, he is an antichrist, yep. he is absolutely an antichrist. He is, he's an antichrist. He may not be the antichrist, but he is an antichrist. He's one of the many antichrists that's gone out into the world, just to be clear of that.
3: And this is so important to understand. He is, I mean, Steve, we I have tried, and 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 Steve, you it's your show, you do what you want to do. But I've tried I've tried the mainstream media, they reach out to me and they say, Clay, who is the leader of the prophets? Who's the guy? Who's the guy who really has the biggest platform for the the prophets? This is these mainstream media has asked me this. And so I've told the Rolling Stone, I've told the New York Times. I've told many other outlets, I've said, Steve Schultz and the Elijah Streams, the ElijahList.com program, that's where you want to go if you want to hear the prophets. And they go, okay. Now I say that and again, so Steve, your listeners probably know this, but your show is where you go if you want to hear from the prophets. Okay. So but so if you're um, if Robin Bullock on your show is is a prophet, let's say, the 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 New York Times views you've all know Harari is their prophet. So here he is on the New York Times
2: interview, advocating changing all of the laws. Listen to this. Uh, it, will, it will demand a lot of changes in many fields. Uh, the most obvious is, is the legal field. The idea that we punish yeah. people for making bad choices, that's, that should be out. So that should be out.
1: So, if I, cho- so if I choose to kill my neighbor, that's okay, because uh, th- there's no punishment for bad choices.
3: Yeah, what he wants to do is he wants to arrest you for the for for pre-crime, for thought crime, for people that are likely to commit the crime. This is this is his argument. So she does the follow-up question.
2: Okay,
0: oh wait, there, wait okay. We still
2: need a legal system.
0: So Bill Cosby couldn't control his choices.
2: But uh, we don't punish him for bad choices. We can we and we should send him to jail for several other things. First of all, if you have the kind of brain that makes these decisions, then you should, then society should be protected against you. It's not a punishment for free choices, but you need to protect people. Anyway, that that's the kind of mindset. It is
1: like twisted all over the place. We're not going to punish him for actually doing anything bad. We're going to punish him because he could do something bad because his brain is. That's just you know. I, I use the word evil before. I don't detract. I don't retract that. That's just. Evil thinking right there.
3: Now, the big thing you volunteer into as well right now is there, you're gonna hear this more, okay? This is big, everyone needs to know this. You're gonna hear um, this thing called wallet more. It's gonna be introduced. Wallet More is the company, W A A, it's W-A-L-L-E-T-M-O-R, Wallet More. It's a World Economic Forum shocking product that's endorsed by the World Economic Forum Wallet More. And it is a technology that allows you to buy or sell using a chip that goes under your skin. So I'm going to play a few clips so people can hear this. Maybe it's shocking for people to hear this for the first time. This is Yuval Noah Harari. First off, advocating
2: for this technology. Listen to him. Here he is. COVID-19 crisis could be a really watershed moment, a moment of significant change in the history of surveillance because surveillance is being revolutionized, transformed from over-the-skin surveillance to under-the-skin surveillance. So they want to
3: go from under-the-skin, or over-the-skin surveillance to under-the-skin. So this is wallet more. And again, you're going to start to hear a push now for putting your money, your monetary system under your skin. So I want people to listen to this. Here we go.
0: Trending today at 623, a British company has an idea that would let you ditch your wallet or purse and still be able to pay for things. This is Fox Carolina. And as you can imagine, not everyone's on board with this one. And here's why. They're selling microchips to implant under your skin. The company Walletmore says the $300 chip is the size of a grain of rice. You'd most likely have it implanted in your hand. And
3: once it's activated, you can use it at a checkout by just swiping your hand over the card reader. Now, I would encourage people to read Revelation chapter 13, verse 16 through 18. If you're contemplating putting this under your skin, I'd recommend you don't. Um, But uh, Richard Warner, these aren't like religious people, uh, prophetic people. These aren't pastors. These are just people on the news in Carolina saying, Here's a new product. It's called Walletmore. It makes it more easier to buy things without forgetting your purse. What? I mean, it's being sold as a convenience tool.
0: Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today.
3: So now this is a Richard Warner. He is a top um, CBDC expert, a central bank digital currency expert. And he was asked to speak at what's called the Monetary Institute. And they were asking him, again, he's not a prophetic The conference. It's not a pastoral conference. And he doesn't mention God at all. But they asked Richard Warner, they say, hey, how does the new central bank digital currency work? Like, what's the format? So back in the day, if you played Nintendo and you played the game Duck Hunt, you know, there was that little duck, there was a little, the plastic gun, and you would use that to point and shoot the ducks. Yeah, uh, or if you had the power glove, you know, uh, or you had the the, the Nintendo c- controllers. Um, so they're asking him, how does the what what format is going to be used for the central bank digital currencies? And this is what he says: Listen, several central banks have, like the Bank of England, already prepared their microchip implant RFID chip
2: to be implanted under your skin. Um, and why is the sudden discussion about universal basic income from all the grassroots and inverted commas movements
3: and billionaires. Oh, universal basic income is the bribe for you to accept the microchip. Oh, there it is. So universal basic income is going to be attached attached to the surveillance under the skin. And, and, and I understand that, right?
1: But he's basically calling the, the chip under your skin. Uh, the bribe for that is this, uh, that you'll get the basic income, the guaranteed Digital income is that am I hearing that correctly?
3: Correct. And uh, you're starting to hear more and more people push it. So I want people to understand this. And again, I have no other agenda other than to share with you uh, facts. That's what I do. And uh, for anybody out there in a rumble uh, world and if you're if you're upset about facts, I I apologize. But I'm not trying to to steer you one way. I'm just giving you facts here. The universal basic income is a um, something that you you probably are going to hear of more and more. But there's four champions of it right now. Four people really pushing universal basic income. One, you've all know Harari. He's pushing for universal basic income. He's saying it's too hard to provide for your family with automation and all the robots and AI, so you should just stay home and get a check. All right. Then you have Elon Musk is pushing for universal basic income. Klaus Schwab is pushing for universal basic income. And I don't have his face on a stick. I should. What kind of what kind of guest am I? But Xi Jinping uh, of China is pushing for universal basic income. But I just wanted you to hear it in their own words. This is Elon Musk discussing universal basic income.
4: There will be fewer and fewer jobs that a robot cannot do better. What to do about mass unemployment? This is going to be a massive social challenge. Um, and I think ultimately we will have to have some kind of universal basic income. I don't think we're gonna have a choice.
2: Universal, Universal
4: basic income. Universal basic income. I think it's gonna be necessary.
3: This is Elon Musk. It's kind of weird seeing the arms and legs just separate. March 1st, he's describing the new Tesla bots. These are humanoid robots that can self-produce, self-replicate. These robots can build themselves. He's describing it here. Hang on.
4: We have a whole lab full of arms and legs.
3: A whole lab full of arms yeah, and legs.
4: full copies, I suppose, of Optimus. Um, I think Tesla brings the table that others don't have, is that we have, um, we have the uh, real-world AI, we're we're the most advanced in real-world AI. With artificial intelligence, we are summoning the demon. You know, you know all those stories where as the guy with the pentagram and the holy water. And he's like, Yeah, you sure you can control a demon? <laughs>
3: Didn't work out. So, final point I want to point out is that um, you're going to start to see an increased push to connect your brain to Chat GPT. Now, Uh, I'm going to go kind of deep biblically here and someone can go get off our show. You're not a prophet. That's fine. Um, So the Bible, if you open your Bible today, folks, and you do, I'm just going to pull this up and I'm going to cite all the all the verses and please use your discernment. Assume that I'm incorrect here. Revelation chapter two, verse 13 says, and I know thy works and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is. And thou holdest fast my name and hast not denied my faith, even in those days where Antipas was my faithful martyr, who was slain among you where Satan dwelleth. So Satan is supposed to dwell where Antipas was martyred. And Antipas was martyred where Cern is located. Look it up. Oh, really? Okay. The saint was martyred where Cern is located. Cern is located where Antipas was martyred, and that's where Satan dwelleth. That's where Cern is located. And CERN is powered by a quantum computer. It's a computer. Um, It's the Google quantum computer. And Google's logo is 666. The CERN logo is 666. And CERN is located 6.66 miles away from the World Economic Forum, where this guy calls his office. So these are all facts. And um, the Earth is now covered with 30,000 low-orbit satellites that are emitting what's called 5G, or the pentagram. Five is gram. And so what's happening now is you're beginning to, to see this discussion of merging your brain with um, artificial intelligence. And again, four people out there that are really pushing this right now, four people are really pushing this would be Elon Musk. You have Yuval Noah Harari. You have Klaus Schwab. And you have uh, Xi Jinping of China. So this is Elon Musk in his own words. He sits down on wilt. TV, it's a YouTube channel, Welt, W-E-L-T, you can look it up tonight, and they said, uh, you know, you invented open AI, Elon Musk invented open AI, he started it with Bill Gates and Sam Altman, and the question is asked, um, you know, what can we do to protect ourselves from it? This is what Elon Musk said.
4: Uh, we could effectively merge, merge with artificial intelligence by uh, by, by improving the Speed of interaction. So
3: which, we could merge with artificial intelligence.
4: Between um, our cortex and our tertiary layer, which is already silicon. But, but you say, like, what, what's the limitation? What, what is it that um, inhibits human machines, symbiosis? It's the data rate. When you communicate, especially with a phone, you're moving your thumbs right very slowly. So you're like moving your two little meat sticks. And he's,
3: he's advocating for merging with... Artificial intelligence, a technology that he himself he himself describes as summoning the demon. And so, uh, Steve, there's a new new technology, a new tool that I'm telling you. If you're listening right now, your grandkids are going to ask for it, and you got to be very careful here, folks. You got to be using your kids are going to ask for it. Okay. If you go to Twitter right now and you search for Neurosity, that's the name of the company, Neurosity. I'm going there right now. N e u r o s i t y. It's called Neurosity. The Neurosity. The Neurosity Crown is um, saying they can connect your brain now to ChatGPT to help you with mental illness, where you can actually connect your brain to the Internet real time, and you can control your mouse with your mind. And they can connect the Neurosity Crown to the body of a person who's in a coma, and they can now communicate with you. Using the Neurocity Crown, and this technology—it's called Neurocity Crown—and I am not making this up. This is what this is the technology being pushed by Elon Musk's uh, former girlfriend, former wife, Grimes. It's called the Neurocity Crown, and they're bragging about being able to connect your brain now to ChatGPT. The product is called Crown. It's made by a company called Neurocity, and they're saying you now can drive your Tesla with your mind, and it can connect your brain. To the infinite intelligence called chat gpt so that is that is what's going on right now with neurosity and i just want people to, to know that because i would hate for your listeners to not know that yeah. to begin communicating with chat gpt um and begin asking it questions and begin working with it interacting with it when they're interacting with the technology that elon musk himself has described as summoning the demon
1: you know there was a quote that um... One of the quotes you gave by, I'd have to look it up and maybe you can research it later. Not, we won't figure it out now, but there was one of the quotes you gave where I felt like Elon was saying uh, when he talked about that that the that the machine would get control over it. He was, he was speaking that in a negative sense. When I heard it, I felt like he was saying that in a negative sense that if we don't get control of it there will be a, a thing that you can't control but i don't like what i'm hearing obviously uh, this is not sounding good at all so uh, it it deserves some good research uh, even on my part but at uh,
3: well elon musk just so we're clear he met grimes because grimes was a
1: musician at the
3: time the lady is he still
1: read. is he still with her clay they described
3: he... the relationship as fluid whatever that means okay. i mean yeah. uh, so they met though grimes and, and musk met over what's called a thought experiment called the Rocco Basilisk. Now, Rocco Basilisk, it's R-O-K-O Basilisk, B-A-S-I-L-I-S-K, is a thought experiment that states that an otherwise benevolent artificial intelligence, an AI, was uh, created, and eventually it gains control over the whole earth and wipes out humanity. And they both met over their fondness or their appreciation for or their awareness of or their knowledge of this thought experiment. And um, so Grimes was so uh, moved by this, um, you know, by this particular thought experiment that she wrote a song. And in the song, she um, basically said that the song featured. Rocco Basilisk. So she wrote a song and in the music video, she discusses Rocco Basilisk. And this was kind of at the peak of the relationship. The song is called Flesh Without Blood, Life in the Vivid Dream. And that was put out seven years ago. And so Grimes also famously wrote a song called We Appreciate Power, which came out before COVID-19 that prophesied COVID-19 really really yeah so, that, so that's kind of where we're at that's the playing field just a quick recap good news Trump's inner circle is now connecting with the Patriots that's two good. is President Trump himself is now uh, appearing on you know he's, he's calling in at the reawakened tour and he and openly said that he needs he's going to bring in a General Flynn back into his administration that's really good update number three is uh Yaccarino, not so great but she's a member of the World Economic Forum she's now the head of Twitter yeah not uh, good four Durham, the report is out. Share it with your friends and family. Let people know that President Trump did nothing wrong. Um, five, you've all know Harari is in the air everywhere. Uh, since the Euphrates River has been drying up, you've all know Harari has been showing up. So think about that. Uh, next, uh, six is Macron is hanging out with Yuval Noah all Harari and Elon Musk. It's a little bit odd. Um, seven, right now, you've all know Harari is advocating for rewriting the Ten Commandments. Eight, you're going to hear renewed calls louder and louder over time to put surveillance under the skin. Nine, you're going to start to see a discussion of universal basic income and a demand for it. And then 10, um, there's going to be a, a push to merge artificial intelligence uh, with humans for your health. So I encourage everyone out there to not do that.
1: And yeah, so- not do that is right. You know, and uh, I mean, and anyone, any believer, and this is my personal opinion, that that would submit to voluntarily letting someone put a chip under your skin. So they would have, so for your convenience, you're not reading the word of God, you know, the whole, uh, things in your right hand and your forehead, you're going to put, let someone put a chip on you. There's something wrong with your understanding of the Bible itself. I would just say that, but, um, wow, disturbing stuff.
3: Well, and I would say this too, just kind of calls to action. I will tell you when I'm respecting any of your sponsors that you have, um, Steve, do you have a, a, a gold and silver sponsor or a food sponsor or somebody that you kind of recommend in those areas?
1: uh nothing's coming to mind what i don't know i would, would I
3: say know. no matter uh, who you guys decide to go with i would recommend because klaus schwab is discussing um klaus schwab is saying there will be a supply chain collapse of some kind i think it's a wise idea regardless of whether you believe in pre-trib or post-trib or whatever you believe in i don't whatever that it looks like to you i would recommend that you have some kind of food stored up for some sort yeah. of supply chain collapse um I don't have a promo code for you, but uh, I can just tell my wife and I, we buy a lot from a company called Sherwood.TV. He speaks on the Reawakened Tour. He's a Christian doctor at Sherwood.TV. Also, you're seeing Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. BRICS nations, they're all hoarding the earth's gold and getting ready to introduce a new programmable digital currency. And just so we're clear, President Trump even said during his Tucker Carlson interview that China is trying to de-dollarize the world and introduce a new reserve currency. So I would recommend to people buy into uh, to get out of fiat currency as much as you can or at least a, yeah. part, a portion of your portfolio. Um, I buy from a company called Beverly Hills Precious Metals, but whoever you guys want to go to, but I buy from a company. It's a bh-pm.com. But but third, I just say, and most importantly, if you can, I would recommend come out to these reawakened tour events and show some love for the prophets. A lot That's of the good. prophets are showing up, and uh, this is unfamiliar territory for both the Patriots and the prophets. And, and yeah, they're yeah. not being disparaging of each other, but I'm telling you, both sides, when I call to confirm their speaking times, they always go... Are you sure that the the Patriots want me or are you sure that the prophets want me? They're kind of uncomfortable around each other. And it was great to see Eric Trump find Amanda Grace, call her out by name, give her a hug. How you doing? Introduce her her to his wife. And that's the kind of stuff that needs to be happening, because if Trump is to return into the White House, and I believe he's going to, we're going to need to make sure he is surrounded by both prophets and pastors that aren't afraid to work together with these politicians. And so I just encourage people, we got to change the org chart. We got to put pastors and prophets first.
1: Well, you know, you're doing a great job. You're quite the bridge builder. Clay, I just give that to you many, many kudos for that because I can't think of another human being that would have the, bandwidth to be able to mesh 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 those two groups together patriots and prophets prophets and patriots uh, but you're doing it and uh, I'm, I'm amazed you're you are you're, very, you're not as risk-averse as most people. Yeah. Well, know, it certainly so.
3: creates some awkward conversations, Steve. I can tell you, the patrons yeah. are usually going, you know, these profits are a little bit crazy, I've heard. And I'm like, have you read the headlines about yourself? And they go, yeah, ah, yeah. that's true. So, again, we just try to make those connections. And, Steve, an open invitation for you and any of yeah. the listeners out there. Uh, you're always invited to come to our events. And if you do go to time2freeamerica.com, regardless yes. of what the mainstream media says, my wife and I wanted to put our motives first so you can name your price. So everybody out there, it's, it's kind of like going to church. You can go to church and, you know, maybe you donate, maybe you don't. You know, maybe you donate a little, maybe you donate a lot. That's between you and God. But we just want to make sure these events are affordable for you. So Las Vegas, Nevada is the next Reawaken America Tour. That's August. And you can get those tickets at timetofreeamerica.com. And we are we are all staying, if you want to, at the Trump International uh, in Las Vegas. It's a beautiful hotel, the only hotel on the Strip with no casino gaming You can't smoke inside. It's a clean. It's It's actually a
1: hotel on the strip with no gaming downstairs. The
3: only one in Las Vegas. The only hotel on the strip with no games at all is Donald J. Trump's hotel.
1: That's amazing. I didn't know that. I didn't even know that was possible, especially on the strip in Vegas. I had no idea. Yeah, you're turning away a lot of money. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Well, Clay, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I really do encourage anyone to go. You know, I'll have to look at my schedule and see if I might be able to get out to that one. But uh, uh, that, that could be something I could do. We'll see. I, I don't want to say right here, but yeah, let's see what happens. Well, thanks for all of us. I appreciate it.
3: Steve, thank you for taking care of my mom there. And I apologize if the size of my massive head is causing any echoing.
1: Uh, (laughs) I appreciate it, it was a pleasure to to have your mom there, very much enjoyed it, so very, very nice woman of God, so, all right, everybody, thank you again, Clay, I appreciate it, a quick reminder to everyone, when you're seeing this, the next day is Thursday, and Robin Bullock will be our special guest, he will be talking about, um, uh, how did he say this, it's basically the tale of two kings, the tale of two presidents, it's kind of like that, that would be an appropriate title, the tale of two kings, the tale of two presidents, and you don't want to miss Thursday. Do not miss that; it'll be live. So, God bless you, everyone. Thanks again, Clay. We appreciate you, love you, and your wife, and, and all you're doing for the body of Christ. So, we will see you all again later. See you again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Take care, guys. Have a great night.
3: Bye bye.
0: This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at elijahstreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.